What's good, man? What's up, man? This this signal's terrible. <laughs> yeah, where are you at? I'm in the boonies of Delaware. God damn, man. I've been trying to get you on this motherfucker. I'm just enjoying this this nice sunny day, you know, before I gotta become a slave tomorrow. You know, working this nine to five. Shawshank Redemption and all that shit. Yeah, man. You know how it is for the nine to fivers, man. If you don't know, I don't know. I was trying to fix Ice Cube shit on uh, Boys in the Hood, but uh, I'm gonna leave that alone. Um, what's what you been up to, the Keto Warrior? The Keto Warrior, man, nothing much. Uh, I mean, I, I, all right, I'm about to say this here and now. I'm I'm back in the game. You know, what I'm saying, um, what, I'm done bullshit. Huh? No. <laughs> Nah, man. Actually, I cut that shit out a little bit, too, man. So, uh, back into the MMA game. I want to start tackling this shit. Like I said, I retired too damn young to be doing this shit, and I need to start putting out there, because life is really too fucking short, and I ain't going to be sitting there fucking old or dead in the afterlife talking about, man, I should have did this or should have did that. Uh, But yeah, I'm coming back into the MMA world, and I have a few people I want to fight in amateur before I go pro. Oh. oh, man. So, me and you are in the same gym. We're training together. We're, we're making a major comeback. But, you know, I, I just, I've been seeing a lot. You know how it is. Look, it's petty leak. It's petty leak, bro. I, I, I can't really sit here. And, you know, every time I come on your show, I had to be petty. But, uh, I see a lot of motherfuckers come out, you know, and <clears throat> it's all cool to be in the sport, you know, but I mean, some people just get into the sport for just the, the Facebook likes. The, I'm not understanding. I'm on my Brian Gumble shit. I'm, I'm trying to understand. What are you? I'm just saying that there's a lot of phonies out there. You're saying they, they getting punched in the face for this for the looks or the likes? That's what you're saying. Man, let me just tell you this. I have a couple people in mind. An old friend that I used to live with. I just want this fight to fucking go and happen. I do it at heavyweight or light heavyweight. I want to do it at least by the end of this year or at the beginning of next year. Then I want one dude that I used to train with and I want that fight too. And then, I don't know from that point. I just know that this is who I, the people I want. I'll fight anybody else. But those, I just want either one of them while I'm doing my amateur shit. How do you know they, they're they pursuing that as pursuing fights? Or they're just doing a fighter, it for a fighter intuition. Trust me, I know this. And also the, the other one, the light-skinned one, definitely is getting into it for the fights and shit. If he wants it, you know where to find me. Mm. Okay. okay. Yeah. That was a lot. That was a lot to take in. It's a lot, but hey, fuck it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> now that that pettiness is out the way, um, I have a couple questions for you. Go ahead. All right. 
John Jones, do you think he's overpricing himself? I, I think I think he does need at least about 20 for that fight. That's what I was thinking. I don't I don't think 15 mil because he ain't pulling numbers, bro. So like it's like, and even though you gotta give credit where credit's due, he has fought a lot of great people. But um yeah, twenty million is still good. Ten million is even better. I mean, like I said, plus, that's plus, reasonable shit. You got to think about all the people he got to pay after that. People don't understand. Right. Explain the um, understand the expenses of being that kind of top athlete. He got to pay the nutritionist. He got to pay Jackson Wink. He got to pay yeah. his that wrestling coach. He got to pay. You know, I mean, it's more than just people think. Oh man, that man is being selfish. No, he got to. Oh, uh, overhead, he got to pay mm-hmm. for. It. You got to pay, pay that accountant. You got to pay the pay play. That manager is probably getting about 6%. So you do all the math, of course you're going to ask for more money. You got you got that major overhead over him. Right, look, I'll tell you this, man. I think probably 10 mil is what they'll end up settling with him. 10 mil. They gave DC 10 mil, I think, on his last fight or one of them damn fights that he's did. So, or, or five mil or like, but here's the thing, man. You can't overprice yourself if you're not pulling numbers in. The DC versus, uh, DC versus, uh, fucking John Jones. That shit only pull, almost pulled in a million, but it was still in the thousands. I think it was like 900,000. So, you, if you want more money, then you need to start talking or doing something. I just the thing is, man, this dude is a fuck up, cocaine, all this shit, and still doesn't pull in numbers. I don't get it. Like this dude is the bad guy and good guy in such a way, but just people just are not drawn to him. He's been in the game for I don't know, like for a long time, and yet he just doesn't have that attention to him. Is it his fighting style you think it is? Like, ain't nobody really watching him like that? He does have, like... Uh, he used to, when he first started, his fighting style was very, like, different. You have to say that he was kind of more like a... Uh, a look-see-do kind of, like... He would more spinning back, uh, spinning back elbows and other stuff like that. <clears throat> but, bro, it, it seemed like now he's just more of a patient... Weak box, uh, yeah, I don't fucking know, bro. I, I think John Jones deserves at least ten million to twenty million dollars for that fight. And I'll say this: if if Francis can get the paws on him, it's over with. Yeah, but, his career would probably be done at that point. But if if John could some way. Get it to the ground, that'd be interesting. We never mm-hmm. seen Francis work off his back. And yeah, we have. And the last fight against Stipe, he was off his yeah, back. But he it, didn't it know what looked, to do. It, it didn't look good. So I mean, John Jones is probably getting that muscle up and that weight up to keep him on his damn back. Oh, if he can keep if he can get DC to the ground, I, I'm saying he can get Francis to the ground. You know oh, what I mean? A lot, that's a lot of legs, bro. I, I'm understand what you mean, but DC is a Olympic wrestler. Okay. You understand what I mean? John John Jones is what six foot five. 
still kind of skinny as Shinoe towards Francis Ngannou. You got the same size. They you got the same size. You got to got more, I mean, Francis got more muscle than him. That's that's only different. But they about the same height. And then you got to worry about then this is the thing with it, I think on John Jones coming into the heavyweight division. I don't think he should have been as good as packing the muscle on. I saw those fight videos, man, those training videos. He got slower. And he was never old, like, and his boxing has always been basic. Like, it's just a basic boxing style. He needs to learn how to bob and weave and just be quicker as a as a heavyweight because that was sort of his thing in the late heavyweight. Like, he was always able to get out the way. It looks like now it's like he's trying to durable, like, be durable enough to take some punches. And if, I mean, that's, I guess that's, I guess it's doable for the fact that, you know, these motherfuckers do hit hard. But you got to sit here and think, man, like, you're going against some big-ass motherfuckers, and you were not that big in the beginning either. So if you do take the right hit from somebody, you're out. I, I think he should have gained all that muscle. I think he should have stayed at, like, 230. So he still had that speed. Like, um, but, um... I think his style, though, a lot of people don't understand. He's he's up there with the greats. I mean, GSP and all the motherfuckers that this is game planners. You know what I mean? Fight planner. They just have their game plan on another level. Look, you can even say with GSP when he got his ass handed to him by Hendrix, he had a plan, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what separated them, too. He does always have a plan. I just don't know about France Nuganu is that dude. Like, and I'm not like a Nuganu fan yet. You know what I'm saying? I do like his knockouts. He does have highlights, but I don't. From what I'm saying for Nuganu is, I think he is the one to knock out John Jones by accident. You but know what I, I mean I by accident? Said, yeah, I will say this: if that don't, that fight don't get together, I I'd like to see him and Derek Lewis. Everybody saying that. Seen yeah, <laughs> I seen it again. because Derek Lewis, that first fight between them two, that w- you had two different types of people, bro. You had Francis Ngannou just lost from Stipe, and there was nothing really going on. And I think the UFC tried to fucking get rid of that fight and not show anybody that fight. Because mm. every time I look it up, people keep trying to like not even talk about it or anything. But um. Francis, I think honestly, Derek Lewis could probably end up giving Francis Ngannou a run for his money, because Derek Lewis is that nigga to do so. But here's mm-hmm. the problem with Derek Lewis: he, he, I think he's kind of like a, a scared fighter, man. Like he, he shells up too much when he's pressured, and I think Francis Ngannou could take him on that point. But if Derek Lewis gets that right punch on Francis Ngannou, he can daze him and then get the TKO. Yeah, it would be a slugfest. I, I even seen something where I did not know what you call it is still fighting. Who? The underground king, Eddie Alvarez. Yeah, he's he's been in one championship. I never knew that. He's got like he got like a I think he's fighting for a belt. Man, I stopped watching that motherfucker. That motherfucker, every time he gets to the top, somebody just dethrones him. You know, I, 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 I gotta give him, I gotta give him his props. Over. Without him, 
and Michael Chandler and Bellator, Bellator wouldn't have been what it is today. They need to be in the Hall of Fame for Bellator. I, I got to give the man props for that. Yeah, they, they went against each other, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Mount, I think it was like a three-fight. I think it was like a three-fight title defense. I think they won. I think Everest once, once. Then Michael Chandler won it twice. It was something like that. Something crazy like that. But it was it was a good one. But I've I seen him on the car together and Mighty Mouse. I, I still, to this day, I am still kind of mad at Dana White for training fucking Mighty Mouse for Ben Askren. That just still hurt me to this day. <laughs> I think, look, it's, think about it like this way. Fucking, uh, think about it this way real quick. It, who who you think won in that, uh, in that trade? Oh, 1FC. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's like trade a 1911 Porsche for a Yukon. Who the fuck does that? <laughs> He's like, yeah. And then nigga was already retired, bro. Like, he was like, he already retired once. Why do you want to trade somebody that's already, bro? The UFC it was just too good for Ben Askren. Ben Askren has so much flaws to his boxing, but great in wrestling. But I can't really, and I can't really hate on the man because he was undefeated. So it's kind of like, there was, it's, it's in his element, he, Kills, but he didn't kill fucking Jordan uh, Burroughs, though. But <laughs> in his element, he can definitely take over. But uh, you, you don't train nobody like Mighty Mouse, man. I feel like, I feel like even to this day, Mighty Mouse will have won that, that third fight against Henry Cejudo. It, it's no, I don't even think he really lost that fight. Looking back at it, I watched it for the second time. It, it was a close one. But Henry mm. held, held them down on the on the ground on the second fight. That's the only thing I see different. That was a fast like, pick fight, bro. I'm sitting there trying to fucking watch that shit like <laughs> them niggas in Dragon Ball Z and shit. Like, but nobody held that belt longer than Mighty Mouse. Mighty Mouse was trying to they had to create that division for Mighty Mouse because he was too small. I remember when he fought uh, Dominic uh, Cruz at 135. Mm-hmm. That he, he was too small to fight at 135. I can't believe he's still fighting. I would have been done by now. So, if that, you take over man, a division man. so long, you kind of get bored with the sport. Oh man, he held that belt for like I think he had like 12 or 10 title defenses on that shit. Man, he was just... beating everybody, right? <laughs> bored, he's beating the fuck everybody up. I remember, uh, who the fuck came down. Oh, that's what happened. Henry Cejudo, what he had like a title defense against um he had a title against TJ, I think. He took the belt from TJ, I think. Oh yeah. He fucking uh when he went against Dillashaw, it was um dude, first of all, it was cheap for Dillashaw to go that fucking low. Like that fucking that like to cut that much weight to get like a title belt. I think that's some cheap ass shit. But he did it. But he did it off of uh, some fucking. I don't know what kind of fucking supplement makes you lose weight like that. But he took a uh, performance enhancers and got his ass 